when you know yourself well, you feel that you don't need anybody else to feel validated because mm -hmm. you yourself is enough to validate your own existence. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee on Three. My name is Crystal. I'm Sam. And I'm Malefia. We hope that you're all doing very well. We have something quite special for everyone this morning on the topic of confidence. And I'm so excited for this episode, honestly. My heart is Why? pounding because we have a really special guest today. Another wow. special guest. Our final special guest. Oh, the final one. She's the yeah. final one. The final captain. She's one of our mentors back in the day. But she never claimed to be a mentor back in the day. <laughs> but she was technically one of our mentors before we became friends. And um, throughout our journey together, I think the three of us have learned a lot from her. So for today, we wanted to share a part of her for everyone <laughs> who's listening to this episode. And we hope that you enjoy and get some nuggets of wisdom this morning. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Miss Paula Zopala. Queen hey, P, hey. hello. Welcome. Hello, welcome. everyone. How do you feel about joining us today? <laughs> no, I'm so honored to be here. I am really thankful that you thought of me and even invited me to be here on Coffee on 3. I'm super excited. I am scared a little bit because of it's such a big topic, but I will share whatever I can with you all. Yes. We are excited. Very excited. We have so many questions for you because I feel like it's kind of weird how we were quite close, but we haven't really had this type of conversation before, I think. Anyway, so we're going to take this opportunity to gain insight on your thoughts and confidence and about life in general, because we just want to show you the Paula. <laughs> yeah. Who is she? Who is she? Yeah. With that. I'm going to take this moment to ask everyone, well, Sam and Olivia, how did we meet Paula first? Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? I'm interested to know this bit. <laughs> go on, Melu. Okay, I'll go first. I met Paula at my camp, at my youth camp. And I remember this so clearly because all of us were already there and Paula was late. Paula was late. <laughs> <laughs> we were already there. Paula was late. Why are you exposing and... her so early? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Because set the scene, right? All of us were playing okay. outside. And then this car pulls up. Oh. Okay, parks, and she opens the door. She comes out, like her foot out. And like, we see this butt. We see a butt. And then everyone else, everyone else is like in like pajamas because that's what we were told. And then I see a butt, I see another butt. And then she comes out and she's like a doll. She looked like a doll. And we're like, what? Who is she? Who is she? Who really is she? And then I remember we were all playing, but we stopped and we just looked at her, get out, get her stuff and walk towards the inside. And we were like, 
celebrity moment. She oh, is the main is. character, actually. Everybody listen. <laughs> no, she she's was the, the original. Main character the, the original main character. Yes. <laughs> and then found out that she was like the leader of the event. And we're like, yeah, it makes sense. Perfect sense because she looks like the main character, the leader. And we were like, whoa, we were amazed and awed of her beauty. Yeah, that was just, my first impression. Yeah. Just a question, just a question. Do you see, do you know that that's what people thought of you, Paula? What, the, what, the way you <laughs> did yeah. yeah, like the yeah. main character. Yeah. Did you feel like a main character? Because I feel like that's the same with me, not gonna lie. Um, I don't feel actively <laughs> that I walk out to be a main character. But I guess, I guess I do feel the everyone's kind of gazes are different toward me i never knew it whether it's a positive or a negative light but i do i do realize people stare at me <laughs> good ways or bad i don't know he knows <laughs> but she feels can, I just, can i just say when she said but i thought she like, <laughs> pushed my butt out the car <laughs> i was like i saw it's my boot <laughs> I could go past it's that. Me. It's the bilingualness. Yeah, I also met Paula in our youth camp. Uh, but the first time I noticed her, she was doing our talk. It was talk one. So obviously mm-hmm. she was like up on stage and that was like the first time. More so, I think it was more about what she was saying than anything for me. Like, I knew she was, like, really pretty and beautiful that she stood out and everything, but she was delivering a message that nobody had ever shared with me before, and that's what stunned me about her. Like, the way she talked and the way she delivered something. It was like, who is this person? Like, why does she have so much knowledge of these things, and how does she say it like that? Like, automatically, I think I already was in awe in some way, but also at the same time, I was like, Huh? How does she know that? Like, does, have she been through a lot? Because, like, to say this kind of <laughs> thing. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I swear, like, I thought you were a lot older, but you're literally the same age as me. <laughs> because you had so much wisdom. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's what about you, Christine? I feel like I had the same <laughs> experiences. <laughs> but for the longest time, I was actually like, how is she so comfortable with crying <laughs> in front of everyone? <laughs> I'm like wow and then yeah you were just someone who's I don't know how to explain it but like you know what I mean (laughs) yeah Mm. yeah yeah like she hits different I don't know like yeah you hit different I I don't know how you do it I've never I've never met someone like you by the way I've never 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 Never, not even oh, close. Like, mm. and I'm not. Mm. I'm not like just saying that because you're my friend now. But like, but like, but like honestly. Um. So that's from our side. How about your side? What did you? How did we meet? What were your first impressions? Um. I think a lot of our mutual connection is through YFC Youth for Christ, and um, especially for Sam and Melithia. I met you both at your youth camps. And um, I think when you meet through YFC and you're leading kind of as part of the service team, my kind of general way of holding myself is slightly different as I would if I met you in a normal circumstance. (laughs) So I think it's quite, you know, valid that our relationship didn't start off naturally. 
but I think now that you know we we are obviously you know we were grateful for the time that we spent in YFC but I feel like outside of it we've really grown closer and we feel we understand each other for who we truly are not for what we you know outwardly try and show others so yeah and for Crystal I knew of you because of Aliza um, I knew that you lived in like Minehead, and I, <laughs> but you weren't like part of our main group. So yeah. I was aware of you, but we weren't like, and I just knew you were friends with Elisa, but it wasn't really until YFC that I got to know who you were. Mm-hmm. But general first impressions, Millie, when I met her at her youth camp, she, I could already tell she was someone that's really friendly and really bubbly because she came up to me straight away and was just asking me so many questions. She was already like, oh, you're so pretty. And I was like, oh, oh, thank you. And I was like, I was so amazed. I was in awe. <laughs> she was really forward. And I thought, oh, she's like, she's, she's really nice. Like, that was my general first impression with her. And um, for Sam, I think it was uh, slightly harder to get to know Sam because I feel like I wasn't intimidated by Sam, but I felt like because she's so beautiful and she looked really composed and like she looked like she was, you know, with it and together. I was just like, I didn't know how to approach her in that way but only as you know time group you know we got closer we served and we talked and things like that so i i truly understand that there's a different side to her um so yeah and with crystal <laughs> i think she's just she's just clumsy you know i don't even remember like i think you're just so naturally funny you don't realize the things that you're doing. It just makes people laugh. So I, I think that's what drew me to you. I like being in your presence because you just made me laugh. So Thanks. yeah, I think naturally that's that's how we met. Yeah, mm, that's yeah, so sweet. Yeah, I agree, Crystal. Okay, to start, it's afternoon right now, but you're listening to it probably in the morning. <laughs> We're gonna spice up your morning and. We are going to start with rapid fire, so you get to know Paula a little bit more before we actually dive into the topic. Are you ready, Paula? Are you ready? Go. So uh, you have to answer these questions within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> ready. <laughs> Paula, what do you look most forward to each day? Um... I think right now I'm very grateful because I have a set routine now and I'm Mm -hmm. very grateful that I can do that routine and I'm in a place where I am comfortable enough in every aspect of my life way to carry it out. So, okay. Next question. What do people tell you you would be good at? (laughs) I think people people assume that I would be good at a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I don't you there. <laughs> I'll push I you forward. Yeah. But I'm not actually physically strong in any way, so I would probably lose. But I think that's the impression people would think um, that would be good at. Why is that so true? <laughs> yes. Um, also, I think anything to do with leadership, like like we talked about, mm. I think would I'd be good at that, and. I think tour guiding, I enjoy tour guiding. <laughs> so I think I would be a really good tour guide, especially if I, I love the place or I'm passionate about sharing something about the place. So, yeah. You are. Okay. What's your favorite pastime? I go on drives quite a bit. I, I just enjoy zoning out and not 
thinking too you much. You can't only hang out while driving. No, not like you can't do that. I don't kill I people when I drive, right? I mean, like my mind is at peace because, like you know, when when you're left your own devices, you overthink too much. But when when I'm mm-hmm. driving, it's just like a calm. You know, it, a calm goes over me, calm enough that I can still. <laughs> and what else I work out a lot now and I think before when I started working out I found it a chore but now I've developed it to become more of a healthy habit that I actually enjoy doing it (laughs) it takes a while to get there it's like took me like a year but yeah and what else I enjoy planning I enjoy actually organizing my life like for, for my financial budget, I love making sure that I'm in line with it or if I'm planning to wow. go somewhere, I research ahead of time. That kind of thing. That makes me happy, weirdly. I don't know why, but it does. Do you get that? Why? Okay, this one. Why did you decide to pursue nursing? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> so 30 for seconds. Everyone, for everyone who doesn't know me, I am a nurse but uh-huh. it wasn't like a pure and natural progression that I chose to be a nurse I am the oldest in my like oldest child in my family so it was a sense of responsibility for mm-hmm. me it was like weighing out do I pursue my passions or do I become practical <laughs> and mm-hmm. make sure that I am secure for a real long yeah. period of time to be able to support my family and now you know <laughs> where yeah. what I chose. <laughs> so that's what I did it but I did fall in love with it naturally I am truly actually in love with my job so it's not something that I regret we can tell we can tell <laughs> Paula what is your favorite song currently Ooh, I have Sing a lot of favorites <laughs> Sing for you. No, <laughs> rain <laughs> no um I I'm really into the slow vibes right now I love slow mm-hmm. songs with that tr- like trendy undertone rhythm mm-hmm. so I am very big on Givian right now <gasps> oh yes yeah Givian um especially I have three favorites from I have like I want you stuck on you and favorite mistake Oh so my! Is there, is there a message there? And um, right now, I'm listening currently because I'm kind. I feel like I'm on my way out of my giving phase. I'm moving on to this guy called Brandon, and his song "Makeup" is really good. And um, in terms of Korean R and B, because I'm a Korean boy like that, I really like <laughs> Juni. If you guys don't, oh know. my god, Juni! Yeah, I love Juni. His, voice um, is his just song sexy. "Aura." Yeah, and thank you. Are my two favorites. I gotta listen. Yeah, take it. What down, is your down? Show support. <laughs> I gotta write it down. Paula, what is your self care routine? Um, self care. I think I like I said at the beginning I have a certain routine now and now it's like I don't get bored of this routine because I know it's like something that benefits me for example like just repetitive things Mm -hmm. I make sure that I wash my face in the morning like I have to wash it in the morning or before I go to sleep (laughs) Um, skincare I I apply skincare especially sunscreen um, I used to be really crazy about like the whole like toner, serum, eye cream, all this. But now that I I don't wear makeup as much because I don't go out as much and I wear a mask most of the time. I don't really um, put makeup on it. So my skincare 
is very minimal because my skin is actually all right because I'm not damaging it. <laughs> so I just use moisturizer. And I'm very big on hair care right now because if you know me, <gasps> I killed my hair like crazy. I bleached it like so many times and it was literally dry as horse hair. And yeah, I think I, I, I've given it some more love this time around because it mm-hmm. deserves it. It's been through a lot. <laughs> it's been through a lot. <laughs> it looks, it looks really healthy. It actually looks yeah, really I'm, healthy I'm right now. I'm giving it a conscious, you know, effort to love it. Just like deep conditioning, hair oil, all that jazz. So, love, yeah. love that for your hair. Do you have a motto in life, Paula? What is it? Um, if you go on my Instagram. <laughs> At Paula's Bella. <laughs> I, I put in there, um, wherever you go, go with all your heart. And I, I really try to stand yeah. by that. Because I feel that if mm. I go somewhere or if I really dedicate myself to put myself in a new situation, I want to give it my 100%. So that even if I go back in like a few years time, I don't have any regrets and say, oh, yeah what if I do this or what if I do that? I wanted to think, oh, I gave my everything in that moment. So, mm. yeah. And also I think just, um, I like believing that I am meant to be where I am right now. I'm exactly where I am, mm. I'm meant to be here. Cause I feel like I was so focused on the future for so long that I forgot that the past um, no, the the present is as important. Mm. So, yeah, and there's like a bit in Scissors song. Have you like she says something? The fountain of youth is in the present. So I I really want to work. I feel on like it, it makes you cherish the moment too. Like do everything you yeah. can to yeah make that moment the best. Definitely. I think you you showed that motto in your lifestyle as well. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) Final one. Final one for this rapid fire. It's going to be rapid fire. Final one. Describe your style in clothing, Paula. Describe my style. Oh my God. I think I, first of all, it doesn't look like it, but I like to be comfortable. But it's, it's a different type of definition of comfortable, I think. I have to feel that I'm happy in it. Like, nobody, nobody's influence is, like, the reason that I, I'm wearing it. I'm comfortable because I like it. Even if it's a short skirt, yeah. <laughs> I'm comfortable because I like it. And I try not to follow trends. I, if it's, like, trending, I'm most probably not following it because I want to mm-hmm. be really stay true to myself yeah but i do experiment so i think it is more of an experimental comfortable (laughs) if there's a term (laughs) definitely i see you i see you being experimental Mm -hmm. and comfortable (laughs) and comfortable comfortable. don't forget that part well i actually learned a lot from you just by that rapid fire (laughs) i didn't know half of these things but yeah so i hope people listening to this also got a bit of a background for it but moving on to confidence this morning Mm. um they say that confidence means like feeling sure of yourself and your abilities it's not necessarily about being superior to others and like arrogant in a way it's quite Mm -hmm. an inner knowledge that you're capable of handling whatever does come up in your life um i just want to know paula what does confidence mean to you 
Yeah. Um, when I heard that the topic would be confidence, I kind of understood why you chose me for it. But at the same time, I, I had that moment like, I had to really assess myself and be like, am I really there? But I do, I, I do feel like I have accumulated enough experiences and, you know, and past knowledge to share. Because I feel like confidence can mean so many different things for different people. And you can mm-hmm. only share from, from, you know, from your own experiences. And especially as well, like I look back on the podcast topics that you've chosen. I feel like confidence kind of nicely summarizes everything that you guys have talked mm. about. I feel like to have all those things like, you know, like motivation, self-acceptance, happiness, change, you kind of need to tick all those boxes in your life first before you kind of reach confidence. So well, I, I, I don't know whether you intended that. <laughs> wow. It's crazy but, how you picked yeah. it up. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like for me, first and foremost, from what I've learned, confidence is knowing yourself well and having the ability to show yourself love. Mm. When you know yourself well, you feel that you don't need anybody else to feel validated because Mm. you yourself is enough to validate your own existence. Mm. when you are able to show yourself love, the deeper your connection with yourself becomes, it naturally leads you to build deeper connection with others because mm-hmm. you can learn more about others through discovery of yourself because you start to understand why someone acts a certain way because you've already learned it through assessing yourself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if you let me ramble on just for a little more, because I, oh, I, I please, tried please, please, yeah. <laughs> please, I tried my best to kind of be as helpful as possible during this bit. So I would try to prepare. So, yeah. So I'm um, going back to assessing yourself when you become more self-aware. I believe that you naturally become aware of your strengths and your flaws, mm. which enables you to act upon them when you realize you're good at something, I think that a part of you starts putting yourself in situations where you can utilize that strength purely because you know you're good at it. You'll probably start volunteering to do a certain something because you're confident in that area. And that's fine because you've, you've realized you're good at it. But on the flip side, if you realize you have a certain flaw and a certain weakness, you can probably start working on that and start slowly turning that into a strength um, and slowly develop and grow if you've already done that self-assessment. So that, for example, when somebody tries to bring you down or point something out that you're not so good at or you're not so happy about within yourself, you're first and foremost probably already aware of it. So it's not, it doesn't come as a shock to mm-hmm. you and you're probably going to be less affected because you've probably already self-reflected and or you're mm-hmm. on your way to make it better. So emotionally, I believe you are stronger. Yeah. So wow. does anyone else <laughs> miss, like does anyone else miss Paula just talking? To I you? miss yes. you I talking. Miss like so talk much. forever, please. <laughs> You're talking. Oh, I can sit Sorry, here and listen on, to you all day. Yeah, carry on, please. Um yeah, I I think like being self-aware is the ability to hold yourself in check as as well. Mm. It's like this, if you realize that you're being a bitch, more especially 
than usual today. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when you're self-aware, you, you develop the ability to hone yourself and judge yourself and recognize that probably your attitude and your behavior today is not the greatest. And you recognize mm -hmm. that you, you should probably, you know, make plans to be better tomorrow. However, if you realize that you're being a bitch and continue to be a bitch anyways, <laughs> you're probably not in the right headspace. And I think being confident and being self-aware means that you need to be in the right mindset. And when you're in the right mindset, I think you gain the ability to become your own biggest cheerleader. You naturally exude an aura that everyone perceives to be confident because you're, you have someone backing you up. And the most important someone is yourself. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. wow. Oh. This is actually a workshop session, guys. So <laughs> Please. This is way too valuable. Wow. I really miss talking like this because I haven't yeah. done it in a while. <laughs> I want to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> write it down um so yeah so where was i i feel that if you are secure within yourself and you know when you are secure you no longer feel envious or jealous mm -hmm. of something that that someone else has that you don't have and instead mm -hmm. you learn to kind of celebrate and support other people instead because you're secure what more what more do you gain from being envious right because people who are insecure are more likely to badmouth somebody else and that's a big giveaway that you're probably not as confident or not as self-aware because i feel that when you're truly confident you actually become more humble and selfless and i think that might be hard for people to believe because a lot of people who come across as seemingly confident can be quite self-centered and arrogant yeah. but i feel that people who seem confident and arrogant are probably not getting their confidence sourced in the right place mm. so i don't truly feel being arrogant is a true component of being confident if you have the ability to harm someone else despite being seemingly secure per se you probably are not truly happy with yourself you're more probably faking it wow. so you know when your happiness comes from the right source and you are truly joyful content inside and out i feel actually then you are more naturally open and naturally understanding and helpful because you have nothing more to be worried about you have your and you have more of yourself to give away because you understand yourself and you understand why somebody could be feeling insecure and you actually in turn help somebody else and yeah that for me is simply confidence knowing yourself well and giving yourself love powerful wow. goodness you see why we picked her for confidence, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Which, I'm so grateful. That's, that's quite, like, interesting because growing up, like, obviously, I think in our society, those who are loud and just, like, you know, the centre of attention, they're, they're the confidence ones, right? And mm. I've always, like, found it quite, like, in my journey of confidence anyways, like, I've always questioned, like, oh, I feel 
personally like I feel like I'm okay with this but I'm not your stereotypical confident so I'm like mm. am I confident like but I feel like I'm secure I feel like I know what I'm doing I'm just like that but I'm not mm. loud per se or like the stereotypical that we see in society right so I've always questioned myself whether I was but then of course like as you grow up you just learn that you you actually are in your ways in your own ways you're confident yeah. like that Mm. yeah and you show it in a different way than other people can personally when I first met Paula she was already filled with a lot of confidence and conviction it did feel a little bit intimidating because you have this person who knows who they are but then I think I was only intimidated because I was not that confident in myself like I wasn't as secure I feel like you've always like stood your ground on decisions that you make and there was like no inch of doubt in anything you said or did whatsoever like throughout the time that I've known you. I generally want to know was there ever a period of time that you were not like that like have you always been confident in yourself or can you take us through a moment in your life where you doubted yourself? Um, I feel like I wasn't naturally confident I know that you guys kind of describe me as if I was already confident from the get-go, but I really feel that when I was younger, especially like, because I came to the UK when I was nine. So I still had a little bit of primary school time and then moved on to secondary school. And I feel like obviously just being different, just just not being British per se, already made me um, kind of feel alienated in a way. And I really didn't feel like I, I belonged. And that... I felt like back then I was actually quite introverted and I over I overthought a lot and in a in a negative way because I felt like oh nobody likes me what can I do to be different like how can I how can I get them to like me and I I went through a lot of phases where actually my confidence I I talked about you know confidence being sourced in a negative and a bad way but I actually went through that myself I feel like a lot of the people who are confident now naturally go through that phase because they get they get misled and they think confidence should be you should be loud you should be you should stand out everyone should see you straight away and I feel like um because it's like a stereotypical thing that you think of but um yeah I definitely went through that down that path it took a really long while to you know to get to my point now but I have definitely doubted myself before um I we talked about it especially with um, my career path uh I definitely had different passions compared to nursing right now I really doubted my decision I know that I said um, I really wanted to be practical and support my family. But there is that inner voice in the back of your head asking, are you sure this is for you? This is your future. Like, you know, you, I had different passions. At the time, I actually enjoyed anything related to do with business. So that was more of like a knowledgeable aspect, but also loved creative stuff. I actually enjoyed taking photos, taking videos. I edited a lot. I like posted vlogs a lot and I had an interest in fashion and styling and I I really doubted whether I should let my you know be practical or or should I follow something that I thought that I loved right now um so yeah I really felt like those kind of things were were something that I doubted um whether it was meant for me and um yeah, I just feel like it takes 
a while for for you to gain confidence and i think it's that understanding of um being self-aware and allowing yourself to learn mm, so, yeah yeah if you could go back and speak to yourself at that period of time where you felt that way what would you tell yourself um i would probably say um don't overthink <laughs> don't overthink much <laughs> i would probably also say um don't feel that you have to be at a certain point at a certain age because i felt like then i was really rushing to grow up i don't i don't know why i don't know whether it was because of the fact that i was surrounded at that time when i was younger i felt like the people that i was hanging around with were the greatest influence mm -hmm. on me and it was a lot of older ates and kuyas who i was like i said when you're you when you're insecure you start to envy or become jealous of others and what they have and mm -hmm. i definitely went through that and i thought oh my god like they can already go out and do whatever they want whereas i'm stuck here and i really wanted to weirdly grow old and be at mm -hmm. that stage to be able to do what i want and um I don't know whether if I tell myself back then and say, actually, you know what, choose, choose fashion, choose business. I don't know whether I would be as happy mm -hmm. as I am now or I would ever, you know, encounter more hardships because I, I do like where I am right now. But I, I feel like if I had another chance, I wanted to give it a go um, mm -hmm. just to see where it would take me and not feel that I always have to take the practical route the more secure route because sometimes the the things that are more challenging could be something that is probably for you but yeah mm -hmm. you just have never known maybe in another so, dimension the other corner well you're still young yeah. you can still do it <laughs> later in an reality you can maybe. definitely yeah. still do it like later down the line you're so mm -hmm. young mm -hmm. For sure. I'm excited for that, actually. <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of growing up, did you ever have someone that you looked up to? Anyone that you considered as your role model? I feel like when I was younger, I was surrounded by people who weren't the greatest influences. So um, I felt then that I the things that I was influenced by were not... <laughs> the greatest mm -hmm. thing yeah i had for me because my family were very very strict especially as the oldest child they expected me to be a certain way and they wanted me you know to be have a secure path and i was restricted in many different ways and you know when you when you're a child like there's that quote like if you have strict parents and you like you know that child will just rebel more because they they long for that freedom and the people I had around me were older and were able to do that and able to take me out somewhere and you know and I felt then my role models were not <laughs> the greatest people oh, okay but I yeah so but I did feel that as for example going into YFC I did then have positive role models oh, in right. the Atis who were really inspiring and seemed so sure of their faith and seem so convicted but yeah i feel like i had a i had the best of both you had both. Had yeah bad, yeah bad mm. and what quality was it that you looked up to in the ones that um, was a positive role I, I felt like when i saw like atheism queers and yfc's it's the the conviction part that i really questioned mm. 
you out. Mm. Especially when I met Atishila. I was like, girl, who is she? Who <laughs> is she? <laughs> like, how, how is she so sure that this sure. is her? Yeah. How is she so secure in what she's saying? And mm. how is she able to give, like, her all for this one thing? Mm-hmm. And I really questioned that. And almost that question led me to my own discovery and journey to kind of find out why. And then mm. kind of led from that. What you guys? Do you have like other role models? Um, mine's... <laughs> <laughs> I nearly Shut choked up. on my tea. <laughs> <laughs> Tip to that Paula. <laughs> Um, that's really cool because uh, when I was looking up to Paula as well, um, one of the things that really amazed me was your conviction in yeah. yourself yeah. and mm-hmm. how secure you were in yourself. And you were, how does Elisa say it, unapologetically yourself. Yeah. I think that really rubbed on everyone around you because it wasn't like we wanted to be like you. you taught us to be like us Mm. Mm. yeah and I think that's something big a big thing that I took away from you Paula oh oh should we just have a Paula appreciation moment oh my gosh yeah because at first you really I was I really perceived you as a really confident person but the more I know Mm. I got to know you as well the more I got to know your heart and like your actual intentions and Mm. I would have never guessed that that was who you actually truly were and I think that's when I started to appreciate you a lot more and think oh my god I'm not just looking up to her confidence I'm looking up to her like the way you live your life and your Mm. actual values and beliefs so Way to go, Paula! <laughs> does, this, does this give you like um, some sort of pressure or anything like? Because you know, people. I'm not sure if people tell you this all the time, but mm. I'm sure. Mm, you know. <laughs> I've never like, told you this, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have. Never. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't think we get all. chances to tell you this. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to just bring it up casually, isn't it? Um, in terms of pressure i feel like when i was in yfc there was obviously that pressure to maintain that sense of leadership and the way that obviously you carry yourself but i feel where i am right now there's no pressure whatsoever mm-hmm. i feel that i can just truly be myself because i have nobody that I have to please, nobody that, you know, is judging me per se. I mean, there probably are people who don't like me or things like that, but I'm so happy where I am. And like, like you said, I feel like I am undeniably me and I am as authentic as I, I, I can be right now that, you know, I can sort out the people that need to be in my life. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so um, in times, when you don't feel confident like what do you do how does one compose themselves oneself (laughs) um if I don't feel confident I think it's really important to then allow myself to feel that way (laughs) that makes sense I think it's to accept those feelings and say that I can't always 
be confident it's okay to feel this way um if i need a few days to feel bad about myself i allow it to happen but i try to make sure that i don't allow it for a prolonged period of time so it's okay in the short term but not in the long term i have to be able to then pick myself up and then go back to you know that ability to become my biggest cheerleader again and assess myself and truly sit myself down as if i was someone that i cared about like my brother or my sister or my friends and actually ask the hard-hitting questions and start you know that self-awareness self-assessment process again be like why do you not feel confident is it because of the way other other people perceive you or is it because you don't feel that you know you're good enough for this etc etc and most of the time i can probably figure out myself um, when i go through that whole process and i can probably bring myself on the right track but there are moments when i feel that i need other people to to kind of um, their outside perspective to kind of help me out um so yeah i i, I reach out to my close friends and 99 of the time they say something that i've missed or just needed to be emphasized that little bit more and i just kind of realize ah okay that's fine i got it i, I can do this yeah. but i feel like um not letting that one bad situation or that one bad episode stop me from from going to try that something again because i feel that if you're not confident about something a lot of people withdraw and say oh i'm never going to try that again i feel like it's then the ability to say you know what it didn't go so well this time but i'm going to do it again i've self-assessed and i'm going to say i've learned from it i'm going to try it again and if i find out that it's another horrible experience then at least i know <laughs> then not to do it but at least i've given it my good go and i feel like as you keep stumbling as you keep learning you become better equipped each time yeah i think that's so important to like understand how it's okay to not be confident yeah yeah not everything is like your playground you know like mm -hmm. there will be times where you will literally be somewhere you, you don't know Mm -hmm. yeah. and that's okay yeah how mm -hmm. about you guys trial and error and mm -hmm. yeah i think the same as paul as well like trial and error like if you don't do it you wouldn't know yeah mm -hmm. as simple as that like if you've never opened that door you wouldn't know what's behind it and if you mm -hmm. actually want to go inside or not and most of the time you just need to get that initial confidence to open that door and that little push from yourself no matter what like everyone else tell you it takes like to find it within yourself to do that for mm -hmm. to take that first step yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people complicate this process it's really mm -hmm. not that hard as long as you give yourself that chance that's it like it's not yeah. some magic magic ingredient yeah, or anything. i think it's like yeah. talking yourself into it it's, that's yeah. the hardest part yeah um, so obviously now you're like in a different chapter of your life. Do you have a, a different role model or is that, is, have your role models changed now? And like, why are they your role model now? Um, I don't really have a specific role model, to be honest. I feel like if I did have a role model, I'd probably take it the wrong way and feel that I have to imitate that person's every step and every move. And I don't want to do 
do that because I feel like that'd be a disservice to myself mm-hmm. because I feel like everyone is in different timelines. And even though probably like, for example, me and Sam are roughly the same age, we're probably in different timelines of our lives and to compare each other, it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having naming someone and actually saying my role model is this I I I don't feel comfortable doing that because I feel I would start tipping the wrong way but what I do like to do is just use like specific points of my life previously and just go there and think what did past Paula do (laughs) and if I wasn't so happy with that version of Paula then I would then improve the Paula now in the present and try to Im- and better myself and grow from it. And oh, yeah, I just so want to constantly evolve. This is so yeah. interesting. I had no idea you were like into that. Because it's like, what is that? There's a, that's a, like a quote that I read somewhere. It was like, you can't, you can't base yourself on other people. Like you have to base it on your past self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is so enlightening. I've never thought of that because most of the time you think about like what you did wrong in your past and you try not to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a good perspective. Oh, interesting. So what what would you title this chapter of your life? Uh, I would probably say rediscovery. Mm. oh tell us why <laughs> <laughs> like your discovery can't look no um yeah i i feel like back then when i went to uni and i became independent and i was like i felt like i was a, i was a boss woman doing my own thing i really felt that i had found myself in um in who I was and where I wanted to be and where I wanted my future to go but a lot of that was because I was just comfortable especially in YFC and in where I was because I knew that I was going to go into nursing and I just thought that goal was that's it I become a nurse and that's it and (laughs) I, I didn't push myself to evolve and I didn't realize that I could evolve and do so much more So, and at that time, I really felt that I was giving away a lot of myself. And don't get me wrong, I was really happy doing that. My life was dedicated to making everyone else happy. And vicariously, I felt happier too. And seeing everyone else smile. And I, you know, I really believed that that was almost my purpose. Like giving away myself was just natural. And it was, if I had to sacrifice to make others happy it was just natural for me to do that mm-hmm. but but now that I have the time to focus on myself especially in lockdown I was really just stuck in my own head and of course sometimes that can be destructive but I really try to make a conscious effort to use this time well and to only do things that would help nourish and enrich myself because I feel like that's what self-love is it's a journey of nourishment and affirmation I wanted to love myself more value myself more allot myself time where I could put myself first because I didn't Mm. used to do that before and I felt like I have really achieved a lot more since doing that 
And I feel like, you know, self-love is about being real with ourselves and being authentic and being comfortable with, with who we are. And at that time, I really didn't feel like I knew who I was. I knew who I was in YFC and, you know, what that role was meant to be, but I didn't know who Paula was out of that equation. Mm. And now outside of that, I really feel that I know who I am and I'm more content and I've achieved more since then. So yeah, I feel like I'm able to rediscover myself and I feel that I'm 100% me right now. I'm no longer trying to change myself to, to please or accommodate others. And those who try to get close to me right now are probably gonna know me for me. And yeah, this, this thing that my sister says all the time makes me laugh because she keeps going like, if people know who you are at home and how much of a weirdo <laughs> you are, <laughs> they're gonna be so shocked. Cause like all of her friends are, are, they know me through YFC as well, especially the Filipino ones. They're like, they always say like, your at is so scary, your at is this, but she's like, what are you on about? <laughs> Because weirdo, I know, <laughs> and I, I really feel that I, it's that time of myself to shine now because mm-hmm. I think I'm so much more. And I, I before I see, I viewed myself as someone that was fun. I, I mean, like I was hella disruptive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you were hella what toxic. You... What do you mean about fun? <laughs> toxic, borderline fun, I guess. <laughs> No, so like I feel like now that I'm more secure in myself, I, I don't feel like I need to hide behind something. Um, so mm. yeah, I feel like I've just I have a lot of energies and personalities within me that want to be expressed, and I'm yet to discover a lot of those, and I'm barely mm. scratching the surface. So I'm really excited to kind of rediscover myself. Like you I don't have I- to fit into a mold anymore. You're like free from yeah. that mold, and you just this is me kind of thing and that's how I feel that you're like right now it's just like yo accept me for who I am I'm not yeah Yeah, I'm out I'm loving it I love it I'm I'm so good I said I'm so giddy we get to learn this side of Paula (laughs) and we get to meet this part of Paula I don't know why yeah. I'm just kidding. Like, like it's like, been <laughs> hiding. Yeah, it's been hiding for so long, and it's like yeah. you didn't know, know you I had this always, part of you. <laughs> I always felt bad for Paula because <laughs> because I feel like in YFC, right? We were like the leaders and self or whatever. I feel like we are close with each other, but we're never close with Paula in that way. In that mm-hmm. sense, like we never really confided in her in terms of like our struggles as leaders or whatever I don't know if you guys did but he did and yeah. I didn't yeah. I, always, I always felt really bad but now what do you what do you think about it? yeah I thought I, I think it may be because like we we put her on a pedestal because of like our yeah. perception of her but mm. knowing this right now it's making it feel a lot easier to open up I think though I I am very aware of how people perceive me like I'm not completely like naive I do know people are intimidated by me and I feel like like I said at the start I was misled in terms of my confidence only in the later part even now am I really you know comfortable in my confidence so I probably you know was a little bit arrogant and was 
faking it in some ways and I feel like you know when you're when you're too confident a drawback is that you feel like you have to always be strong I never made myself fully vulnerable to you guys which made it harder for you to be vulnerable to me makes sense yeah (laughs) so I'm fully aware of that um that's why I feel like now is like a different time where I feel like I can I can be more vulnerable now yeah, how did you feel when people would say that they were intimidated by you back then? Yeah, at the time, like I said, it's a given. I th- I was fully aware of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I knew that people were were scared, but I feel like as long as I could make them feel uh, comfortable before they left, for example, at an event or like after the day is over and actually think, oh, she's not as bad. I feel like I've achieved my goal a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) just like kind of envisioning in my head, like, when did she do that to me? Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) When when is that episode? No, so so yeah, I feel like it's a given. It's quite funny, actually, because I think I, I have been in that situation where like oh yeah actually she's not that bad <laughs> yeah definitely I think so yeah, I, for me yeah. I think it took years though to be like oh stop being scared <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to her it's okay yeah, yeah she's yeah. a person too yeah like that <laughs> yeah wow wow you've come so far yeah. <laughs> we've got to know different parts of Paula so far and I want to know what does Paula look like to you in five years' time? <laughs> this question is wrinkles. Paula. <laughs> oh my god! In five years' time, I'll be like thirty because I turned twenty-five <gasps> this year. Stop. <laughs> so, oh god. Um. Don't cry. It's okay. <laughs> No. no no I just feel like I want to be even more happier or more content like inside and out and like I said probably being a bit more vulnerable to to others um I don't have to have such a strong front anymore so I hope in that time I'm more comfortable sharing that side of me and just practically I want to be more traveled i want to see the world i'm just so let sick. us see the world miss rona <laughs> i'm just so sick of being at home and i feel like especially through the coronavirus peak like working through that time and um mm-hmm. caring for people and you know seeing people get better but unfortunately mostly seeing people pass away i feel like mm-hmm. it brought a different sense of appreciation for life like you just really never know what could happen the next day. So I feel like I really want to live in the moment and enrich myself when I, as much as I can, when I can. Um, and I hope when I'm 30, I, I'm in a bigger city, whether it's London or Bristol or whatnot, I wish to move out of Taunton. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, Paula, yes, to that. <laughs> and what else? And in terms of- with you, Paula. <laughs> yes, let's all, oh my god, let's all live together. I know, that's that's all. that would be so good. Crazy house. Amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah let's food the will served. <laughs> Do you imagine yourself with a family at that age? Um, 
younger you feel like you should be like married by now like yeah. at this age my mom <laughs> was like, married at 24 and had me right. at right. so i feel like oh, i should be but i don't know mentally physically i don't know whether i i can be mm-hmm. in that right head family but paula um from the outside looking in it seems that you've got it already but at this point in your life what is something that's missing in your life if there is something missing yeah um what? <laughs> always my problem <laughs> um no i i do feel that actually i'm quite secure in a lot of different aspects of my life and i'm fortunate enough to say i'm very calm comfortable but I would say the thing that is missing is truly for me is my other half or someone that <laughs> that I would love come on I don't feel that <laughs> I don't feel that I have someone that I can truly rely on right now because you know yeah I am single um, no, but I feel like at this point of my life, I'm kind of like, I'm past the point of playing games. I need mm. someone that like mentally, physically, financially secure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And yeah, so I, I feel like I want to attract somebody like that or manifest somebody yeah, like that. So definitely. if you're out there, please make your way to me. <laughs> if you're first today. <laughs> Sliding to her DMs. <laughs> yeah, please just show up at my house. <laughs> just with you. a car. <laughs> with a career and a car. <laughs> with a car, career, and money. Exactly. Um, this, this is your sign. Who is it? Boaz. 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 Yes. Oh my God. I need a Boaz Waiting in my life. for a Boaz, you know? Yes. Yeah. This, is, this is a sign for Boaz to show up at Paula's height house I want to say hi. <laughs> okay Paula um I think this is our final question to you mm-hmm. what would you like to tell your future self Ooh. um I would like to tell future Paula <laughs> I would probably say I hope you're happy I hope you're no longer like hindered by any walls that you've put up yourself and I feel that you are truly open and vulnerable and I hope that in the career that you have that you're still happy and content and are happy to wake up whenever you do go to work and you're not like dragged by it and you're happy to actually go and um yeah and lastly I hope that you're in love. <laughs> so, yeah. Chase! <laughs> that's, that's it. Wow. I don't want it to end yet. Can we keep going? <laughs> what? <laughs> part two, part not two. it. Season two. Mm. Yes. So Look out for good. season two. <laughs> wow. A lot of discoveries was made today this morning 
the morning, yeah. afternoon. And um, I want to ask you guys, what was your main takeaway for this episode today? Because there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Crystal, so you want to start first? Um, I think for me, I really love the other perspective that you gave about role models. In my personal life anyway, I've always thought like, oh, I, I need to be this. I need to have this quality for my role model or I need to have a role model in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you saying that you can just look at your past self and not do what they, or, you know, do something better or just mm-hmm. do something for yourself. is like good enough to be yeah. a role model in that sense. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked that too. And another thing I really like, what you said is that confidence come in different shapes and sizes I think that's what I got out of what you, how you shared how you were secure in yourself and what society tells you is confidence is not really confidence it's mm-hmm. it's what 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 it means to you basically I'm not saying right but you know what I got is that it comes in different shapes and sizes and then I don't have to match what society tells me is confidence. I can feel secure and stay with it. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing that you said was, I think in the beginning, where all in all, you're talking about your journey about confidence and how you got there. But it was nice to be reminded that you have to reflect on yourself and be self-aware and know your strengths, know your weaknesses. And that way, if anything, anybody says, you know your truth, and with that, you can walk with confidence doing that. It doesn't even matter what other people will say, but as long as you are confident in yourself, then it shows outwardly. So it always comes from within. And I'd like mm-hmm. to say thank you so much for all you, the Carla. wisdom, the words of wisdom, and for sharing your journey with us as well today. Thank you for taking the time to reflect and use your gift of speaking (laughs) again thank you i've missed it so much yeah same yeah and thank you did you have your a takeaway from you or yeah mcdonald's (laughs) takeaway no i think i just really love this this setup that you you guys do like this whole podcasting in general i really um, feel that I talked about it when you know when you're at a good place you you start sharing um, the good things that you're experiencing to others and I feel like you mm-hmm. start to celebrate and support other people and I feel like what you guys are doing in general has just been really cleansing I think for me anyways when I've listened to to your podcast it's just it's the, the greatest takeaway is to just keep you know spreading positivity and um going out there to to love and i talked about self-love but i think like when you love yourself you have the ability to love then others so Mm. yeah thank you so much for this because i feel like in light of everything that's going on in the world (laughs) this this kind of thing is it's so positive so yeah thank you so much Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for our listeners for listening for this to this podcast. Um, Miss Paula Zavala, would you like to plug your oh. socials or 
Yes, please follow my Instagram. <laughs> I don't post as much nowadays because I'm all up in my head, <laughs> in my head space. <laughs> but if you, you know, I throw a few nuggets here and there. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Paula Zabala. It's P O W L A Z A B A L A. Thank you very much. Pow! <laughs> Pow! She's yes. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Paula. Really appreciate your everything. Um, and if you guys want to know more <laughs> about us and join us on TikTok, that, that's behind the scenes and everything crazy there. And if you're curious about the brand and want to stay connected, we have Instagram at on3label. Um, once again, we will be recording our final episode this week. Um, so we have a Q&A highlights on our Instagram and if you guys want to ask us questions as I think our last episode will be based around that then please do so um, and a final motivational message this podcast I don't <laughs> I feel like there was already so many things um, maybe something along the lines of that confidence comes from within so self-assess and improve and in turn you will become more confident in you peace out (laughs) see you next episode thank you everybody thank you bye thank you thank you you.